Which one would you choose? Definitely divorce. Yeah. Yeah, okay. I don't want to keep my eyes. <laughs> <laughs> Wow, Steve, you have like the weirdest takes today. He's, he's, talk, he's saying good things about the church. Um, I think true happiness is overrated. Wow, so, you're very anti-love today. They, I mean, that's the theme. I think this is only non-violent thing that I've ever heard to come out of ancient Rome. Yeah. <laughs> Hello and welcome to this episode of I Should Have Known, the trivia game show that can't be trusted. Each week, one of our quiz masters will present you with four facts about a topic, but one of those facts is a lie. Welcome to our annual anti-Valentine's Day theme where we celebrate all things the opposite of love. So I'm kicking it off with a real cheery theme. I'm your quiz master, Andy, and I'm going to present you with a Find the Fake episode on historical divorce traditions. So I'll present you with four traditions from history around the world, but one of them I invented. So join our other hosts, Soups and Tanner, in figuring out which one it is. Wow. Yeah, so everything here is historical because, I mean, I don't want to talk about divorce nowadays. It's too sad. <laughs> but it's less sad if you're separated by time. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Because as far as I know, none of these are currently traditions. Mm. Right. So yeah, so marriage, at least coupling, is a pretty nearly universal concept around the world. Mm -hmm. And then... In that way, because of that, separation or divorce is basically nearly universal, though there are very, very different views of it. Right. So in general, especially in the West, it's very stigmatized. Mm -hmm. But that hasn't been true throughout history and it isn't true in every culture. But it kind of brings us to a PQQ we're going to start in modern times. So currently, as of today, 2024, there are only two countries in the world that have laws explicitly forbidding divorce. Okay. Name them. Mm. One is easy, one is hard. So you cannot get a divorce in this country. So in many places, you de facto can't get a divorce because it's so stigmatized. Judges almost never grant them. Right. But there's no law forbidding it. Only two countries explicitly forbid divorce. I'm going to say it's connected with like the Catholic Church. So Vatican? Yes. So the Vatican yeah. is one of them. That's the easy one. Okay. Yeah. I mean, who will divorce? Who's there? Who is married anyway? <laughs> yeah. So what's the other one? What's the other one? I think the other one is an off-the-beat country. I mean, sure. I don't know exactly what you mean by that. It is a very Catholic country and has okay. a long colonial history, which I think contributes to why mm -hmm. they don't allow divorce. Catholic and colonialism. Like... Philippines? The Philippines, okay. yes. The Philippines and the Vatican are the only two countries as of today that explicitly forbid divorce. Wow. Okay. Yeah. So if you want to split up, you got to get out of there. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. So we're going to talk about four traditions. They're all quite unusual, so I hope mm -hmm. this should be interesting. Mm. Awesome. Okay. Yeah. I can't say I'm, I know a lot about divorce traditions. It's, again, one of those things you don't really think about. Yeah. I think of it as a very modern thing to yeah. be divorced. Yeah, I mean, especially for me, I need to get married first. <laughs> okay. Let's dive in. You ready for these? So, tradition number one. In medieval Europe, adulterous men faced a tough choice. Divorce or blinding? Whoa. What happens to the women? In this particular situation, nothing. Oh. Don't get it twisted, okay? Like, <laughs> divorce historically has definitely benefited men. Mm -hmm. And has been far easier to attain by men. Mm -hmm. But this is a kind of <laughs> a unique situation. If it's true, I wonder if it's connected to like, in my mind, the punishment has to fit the crime. 
right? right. So a thief, you could chop off their mm-hmm. hands. An adulterer, was he lusting after someone with his eyes? So you take out his eyes, you blind him? Mm, I would think the fit punishment, if this were yeah. true, would yeah. be castration. Yeah, I thought you were going right? to say that. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I don't think Go blinding... Right to the chase. <laughs> yes, <laughs> but I think blinding was a form of punishment in mm-hmm. medieval times, right? Mm-hmm. But right off the bat, I'm a little bit... Mm-hmm. Icky about this fact. Right. No. Can you tell us a little bit more? Yes. Yeah. Why would they do that? <laughs> yeah. So in medieval Europe, divorce was extremely rare. However, a woman could attain a divorce from her husband if she could prove his adultery. Okay. Which, of course, was very difficult. Generally, it had to happen in their house for it to count. Oh. So she had to catch him with another woman in their house. Like in their marriage bed. Yes. Yeah, exactly. Wow. So like then the church was like, okay, yeah, that's too far. <laughs> you have a problem. So in this situation, this husband was given a choice. If he was found guilty of adultering and yeah. besmearing the sanctity of their family home, right? he had a choice. He could either get a divorce because truly only the men could get the divorce. Mm-hmm. However, he would have to pay alimony. And he would not be allowed to remarry. Ooh, okay. Or? Or he could be blinded and technically still be married to his wife <laughs> and just like chilling, I guess. But and, with no eyes. <laughs> well, first of all, medieval European men, stupid. <laughs> Why would you, first of all, if you're doing this kind of, you're indulging in this kind of mm-hmm. extra activities. Mm-hmm. Why would you do it in your house? Yeah, that's the one place you can get caught. <laughs> I, mean, I mean, I understand there were no Airbnbs or right. like, I don't know, motels. Right. Where else There's are you no going to go? hotel by the hour. <laughs> you yeah. can go to. But I'm sure there was a lot of nature. There's a lot sure. of, I don't know, some house. Like, or go to a friend's house. Right. Or, I don't know. How do you feel about this? I am surprised that they got a choice. Yeah. You know? <laughs> All right. It's up to you. Do you want to stay married? Yeah. It's basically, do you value your eyes or money and you know like it's weird to think about what your priorities are there right why would you choose blindness and stay married to the person you're cheating on yeah which one would you choose definitely divorce yeah yeah i want to keep my eyes (laughs) (laughs) yeah i also think the idea is like because you can't remarry like technically the only way you can have sex is if you're married oh so like in the eyes of the church otherwise you're committing crimes anyway okay assuming that the mistress or whoever knows did they get a crime? Yeah. Is it a crime to be cheated with? I don't know. I don't didn't just read anything about that. Yeah, Yikes. that's because you made it up. <laughs> <laughs> that's why you leave mm-hmm. open to interpretation. Uh-huh. This is pretty hard to believe. Yes. Blinding. Blinding seems a little over the top. Yeah. But I totally believe. If it said castration, I'd totally believe See, it. See, I feel like castration's way worse. Yeah, but you cheated. That's what you deserve. You're going to stay married or get divorced and now you can't do nothing. Like you won't have like a lineage. Right? Yeah, yeah, right. Yeah. I don't know, man. <laughs> <laughs> hmm. For some reason, Soups thinks being blinded is worse than being castrated. <laughs> I, I didn't expect that. I didn't see that coming. <laughs> you know, when you're blinded, your other senses get activated, right? Oh, so you, wow. when you're castrated, <laughs> what gets better? <laughs> nothing. That's why that's the punishment. I see. I see. In Soups' is perfect society. <laughs> Okay. Amazing. Wow. Okay. Hmm. All right. I guess we have to just believe that one for now. <laughs> Let's see what else you got. All right. Tradition number two. In Transylvania, 
couple seeking divorce first had to spend time in prison together. Isn't that the same as being married? I mean, honestly. Oh, wow. Yeah, woman, yes. wow. I mean, you guys could say I have no experience. I mean, So in Transylvania and this little town, if you wanted a divorce, you went to the bishop and the bishop imprisoned you in a special prison specifically for this purpose inside their fortified church. Mm-hmm. You were just you were in prison there for some time. Some people say six weeks, but like you were in there together for some mm-hmm. time and you only had one of everything. Oh, so you had to share. So you had to share. Extreme couples counseling. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> The funny thing is, though, that in the 300-year history of this marital prison, mm-hmm. or they call it a matrimonial prison, Okay, only one couple actually did get divorced. Oh, wow. It worked. It worked, apparently. <laughs> I wanted to say, I think this is the kind of tradition that we need to bring back yeah. to modern-day society. I think in every country, I think before you get married, I think spending like one month together in a confined space. I do kind of agree with that idea. Yeah. Like I before mean, you get married, I think you should live together. Yeah. You have to pandemic yourself. Yeah, you have exactly. to lock down. I, mean, yeah. I think if we look at like, I mean, at least in my immediate circle, I know people who were in like eight year relationship and broke up right after pandemic right. because they couldn't stand each other. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, Maybe a little too much down. quality time. <laughs> yeah, I know, right? So I, I don't mind this. This mm. I think this is one of the things from the church I can approve of. It's a very I mean, weird wow, thing. Wow, seriously, he was like the weirdest takes today. <laughs> he's, he's, talk, he's saying good things about the church. I mean, look at the success rate. Which yeah. other counseling methods have that kind of success rate? I mean, yeah. Did the other ones stay happily married for the well, rest of their lives? Or did they just like die in prison yeah, or what? So what a lot of experts say is that this wasn't so much about like that they're happier together. It is more of an economic decision because if you're imprisoned for six weeks, not farming, you might end up starving over the winter because you're not making enough food. Right. So people just kind of, oh, yeah, OK, we're happy now after maybe a couple of days and they're like, can go back and you know live their lives. Oh, yeah. So then they just like say they're OK with each yeah. other. Then it's even it. worse than before. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> um, I think true happiness is overrated. <laughs> wow. So, You're very anti-love today. They, I mean, that's the theme. That's yeah. our month. That's the theme. This is Soups' month. <laughs> it's just a hater, love hater. It's anti-Cupid. Yes. yes, absolutely. You know, for this to be fake, I think Andy could get creative and take inspiration from that TV show Big Brother. Oh, yeah. yeah. They're locked up they together. Lock up the yeah. celebrities and there's like cameras watching them. Yeah. It's like a very big. In India, it's like very big. In India, we call it Big Boss. Mm-hmm. The Big Boss always gives tasks and like creates controversies. Yeah. Right. I could think she might have taken some loose inspiration, mm-hmm. you know, sprinkled some church. Mm-hmm. I wonder if yeah. these matrimonial cells had like viewing windows right. so the bishop could watch like Big Brother style, yeah. <laughs> like see what's going on. Yeah. <laughs> That is a weird custom. <laughs> Not as weird as number one, though. Come on, <laughs> let's true. be real. <laughs> yeah, true. Mm, yeah, I'm kind of inclined to believe this one. Yeah. It's pretty weird. And it's very specific. Mm-hmm. This one town in Transylvania. Yeah. Hmm. Okay. What else do you have for us? I have more. Okay. Tradition number three. In the 16th century Ottoman Empire, a husband's failure to provide his wife with coffee could be grounds for divorce. <laughs> grounds. You're welcome. Oh my goodness. You're welcome. I love this one. This, I think I have heard this somewhere. Really? Yeah. No coffee? All right, we're done. (laughs) Not exactly coffee, but in a lot of these empires, like the main thing that defined their empire, Mm -hmm. whether it's like a specific grain Mm -hmm. or something, Mm -hmm. 
Like, because it was also like a status symbol, right? Right, like tea that, in the yeah. UK or something. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. It's not outlandish to think of this. So, mm. this is an oft-quoted fact on yeah. the internet. Mm-hmm. You can see it a lot. But it's extremely difficult to source. Yeah. So, I didn't find any sources that said this was like a specific rule or like this definitely happened somewhere. But... When we combine two things. So kind of like what Soup said. So the Ottoman Empire at this time was obsessed with coffee. Sure. Especially coffee houses where men would meet and discuss topics. Yes. And, you know, things which then led the governor of Mecca to try to ban coffee throughout the Muslim world did not work very well. So the idea that it would be considered a household staple, we can be pretty confident in that. Right. And then under Sharia law, so like the traditional Quranic law, mm-hmm. there were multiple ways to get divorces or separations or annulments. Okay. One that did count that the judges did rule in favor that the man did not provide his wife with the necessary means of maintaining a proper household. She could get a divorce from him. Oh, right. Okay. So... If we combine these two things, we can be pretty confident that this at yeah. least would have been possible. Right. Yeah. So there's some room for interpretation there. But mm-hmm. like what constitutes. Right. I mean, I get the foundation of it. Right. You have to provide for them. If you can't, then she gets to get out of it. The coffee part. Right. Is the iffy thing. Could it be tea? In the Ottoman Empire? Mm-hmm. Mm, maybe. Yeah. It's I mean, if of, it's a lie. Yeah. Right. How is it a lie? So maybe it's not coffee. It's tea. Right. Or maybe some other element. Sure. But the concept, mm-hmm. I think, isn't a lie. Right. Yeah. Yeah, I'm with you there. I yeah. think it's the specific thing mm-hmm. that she's saying. Yeah. Mm-hmm. What else? What else is a Turkish delight? <laughs> <laughs> yes. Baklava? Baklava. <laughs> yeah, this one's pretty believable, I mm-hmm. think. Yeah. I have the highest confidence <laughs> yeah. in this. I like this one, too. I think this should be a thing in our culture. <laughs> oh, no. Do you like this one? I really like this one. Yeah. <laughs> you think it's fair? I absolutely think it's fair. If, if you're like, I need coffee. It's yeah. like, no, I'm not going to get you coffee. I don't have any coffee. And you're like, yeah. well, why am I with you then? You know, <laughs> if there was like Tinder during Ottoman Empire, could imagine all girls bios would be like looking for some good coffee. Yeah, yeah. exactly. <laughs> okay. Yeah. I'm very inclined to believe this one. Yeah. yeah. All right. Let's do our last one. Tradition number four. In ancient Rome, a marriage could be dissolved by the presentation of a cake. What? Why? <laughs> a divorce cake? So this was a funny one because this one I invented and then I Googled it and then literally it was a thing. This is a, mm, a divorce cake. Be careful. Don't get caught <laughs> in your own web of lies. <laughs> so it comes from the wedding tradition. So we're talking about the patrician wedding tradition in ancient Rome. Okay. The rich people, not the plebs. They're the rich people. They had a specific kind of wedding. And you could only have certain jobs if your parents had been married this way. So, like, this was a very privileged status kind of wedding. Yeah. Called confariation. Okay. At the wedding, they had a kind of cake that they would present to the pontifex maximus and the high priest of Jupiter presided over these weddings. They're very important people. It's like their version of the Pope. Sure. And it was made of faro by its confariation because mm-hmm. that's the name of this grain it's a kind of wheat they made this cake and presented it to them and then you were married so if you wanted to dissolve your marriage which was extremely rare they had defariation okay where you broke the cake over their heads 
you made a cake and then you broke it. And then that symbolized the end of your marriage. Okay. So they, they used cake. I think this is the only non-violent thing that I've ever heard to come out of ancient Rome. Yeah. Right? It's very peaceful. Nobody dies. Yeah. There's no poison. Right. You just take a cake and just smash it. I'm in. Sign me up. It's very celebratory. Yeah. Like you still yeah. get to eat the cake. Yeah, I know, right? I don't know if you actually get to eat the cake. Yeah, I mean, it's just broken in two. Yeah. So it's not like a soft cake. Right. From what I understand, it's like a hard or cake. Or like a cookie. Yeah. yeah, and that you break Okay, it. but heads are not breaking. Yeah, no. Right. Yeah, yeah, okay. I mean, it has potential to mm-hmm. be fake, but also I can see why this could be true. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, it seems like a very simple process. Like, oh, we use a cake to symbolize you joining together. Mm-hmm. Sure. And then what's the opposite of that? It we just, break the cake. Yeah. That seems very straightforward. Maybe it's too straightforward. Yes. But also given the fact that Andy said that she thought this was the fake one. Yeah. And she started her research based off of that. Right. It seems like there's some mind games there. Mm. Why would she say that? Yeah. Throws off the scent mm. of the cake. Mm. It's an interesting. I know some things about ancient Rome, but I've never heard of this. Mm. What's another thing you know about ancient Rome? They used wedding rings. Okay. They exchanged gold bands. Gold bands. Yeah. Okay. Or at least the nicest metal they could find. Yeah. I know that. Okay. So this was like very early. This is way back. This is oh. in like before like the second century. Right. Okay. Long before Caesar, long Mm -hmm. before Augustus. Okay. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, If it's fake, where could it be? I think she just made made it up. The whole thing up. Made the whole thing up. If it's fake, there's no marriage cake, there's Uh no divorce cake. The Uh whole process is made up. Yeah. But is it fake because it's too easy? Mm. But then we are undermining Andy's creativity. Mm. I don't think she'd just go, oh, here's a cake and you just break the cake. Yeah, that's what I came up with. I think she would. I think she would go with the cake one. Yeah. Mm. I think before we get ahead of ourselves and debate which one is fake, we should hear all four of them again. All right. Tradition number one. In medieval Europe, adulterous men faced a tough choice. Divorce or blinding? Tradition number two. In Transylvania, couples seeking divorce first had to spend time in prison together. Tradition number three. In the 16th century Ottoman Empire, a husband's failure to provide his wife with coffee could be grounds for divorce. And tradition number four. In ancient Rome, a marriage could be dissolved by the presentation of a cake. One of those is fake. I think that the least believable one is the cake one. I think that it is too straightforward. It sounds like something she would make up. And it's, I don't know, it's not, it's not violent enough for Rome, maybe. Right. (laughs) And that, and that's what really got me thinking. Yeah. Right. I mean, we know we, even in the I Should Have Known podcast, we talked a lot about Rome. Right. And this one's like so sweet and cute. Mm -hmm. Like, you know. Just bring a cake. Yeah, I know. And you just smash the cake. Yeah. Yeah. Happily ever after. Yeah, yeah. No, I'm totally with you. But I think for a change, I want to stick with my gut feeling. Yeah. Is that number one, I think the punishment blinding Mm -hmm. is an apt. You think it's not bad enough? Yes. Okay. Yes. (laughs) Okay. Yeah. Um, All right. Or maybe there is a whole thing she made up, but there is some other way of getting a divorce. Right. It's not something like that. Mm -hmm. I think four is made up. And you think number one. Yes. 
Okie dokie. Soups, you have good instincts because the lie is tradition number one. Oh. I entirely invented this. It wasn't a thing. It's inspired by King Lear. Oh. But like loosely. So people blinded themselves in that. In reality, pretty much the only way for medieval women to get a divorce was if she could prove her husband's impotence. Impotence? Mm, yes, not because adultery. it was her husband, his husbandly duty to father children upon her. Right, right. And if he couldn't do that, she could divorce him in order to find someone who could. Right. So there are some very funny court cases <laughs> uh, from this time period where, you know, women are trying to prove their husband's impotence. So yeah. there are a lot of very funny arguments talking about how, like, oh, his testicles are shriveled like beans <laughs> and like all these things. So yeah. that was pretty much the only way for a woman to attain a divorce at that time. And yeah, the blinding thing, I just made that up. Mm. Yeah. I thought castration was too on the nose. Mm. Yeah. So I actually thought that would be a bad one. Right. So that's right. why I was blinding. Okay. Wow. Yeah. Very creative. Yeah. yeah. Right. I did actually Google ancient Rome divorce cake. <laughs> and then this came up and I was like, wait, what? That was me like make, inventing things. What is this? How did you do that? So then I had to like include this one because yeah. I thought it was so funny. But, yeah. th- but that is super cool. That At least now we know that in ancient Rome, there is nonviolent things yeah. that can happen. <laughs> right? And then for the coffee thing. Yeah. So you see different variations of people conflating a lot of different right. uh, Muslim majority areas. Mm-hmm. You know, sometimes they'll say Arabs. Sometimes they say Ottomans. A lot of times you'll see that people will say in modern Saudi Arabia, mm-hmm. this is a way for women to get divorced if they're not provided with coffee. That's BS. It's almost impossible yeah. for a woman to get a divorce in, in Saudi, Saudi Arabia. Arabia? So, it's impossible. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, no, that is that is an internet myth. Right. But there is probably at least a bean of truth right. in mm-hmm. the Ottoman era where there, yeah. there were scholars at the time talking about divorce. It was actually pretty common mm-hmm. in this era. Wow. In Mamluk, Egypt, it was about one in three women were divorced. Oh, so, like, oh, wow. it was pretty common. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, that's what the moment you said that fact, like it's like some corner in the mm-hmm. brain yeah. reading like an article yeah. somewhere. Yeah. Well, wow. It's so interesting that it's not just a modern thing. It yeah. goes all the way back through the ages. Yeah. Hmm. Divorce. This oh. is about as old as marriage. Yeah. <laughs> Makes sense. <laughs> wow. I should have known. I should have known. Thanks for listening to this episode of I Should Have Known. We'll be continuing with our anti-Valentine's Day theme next week. Our Quizmaster Soups does a three-peat of our annual breakup songs episode. So get your ears ready for that one. And as always, it's awesome! Uh, uh, uh.